0: Bulls Outcasts, this is Stretch 4, Matt, Big Dave, and John. Just as a reminder, if you want to join the conversation with us, hit that hot mic button for a small donation to us, the hosts, and you could be right here with us on screen giving us your thoughts about tonight's game. And as always, tips are welcome and appreciated. Gentlemen, I, well, like I said, I put money on the Grizzlies tonight. Until this Bulls team shows me that they can win games against even mediocre opponents, I'm not mm-hmm. going to believe that they will. As Even after the trade, and you're hoping that in these games, they're using the games as time to gel instead of actually having practices because that's just like not a luxury that NBA teams have with this ridiculous season schedule that, that that they're going through. But, I mean, outside of Zach, Vooch, Thad, and Tice, credit to Tice, who had a monster game off the bench, there's just a lot of – I saw somebody in the comments say just dead – space on this team just like mm. not useful enough pieces john what was the biggest thing you saw for this loss tonight obviously the late run by the grizzlies was something that we've seen yeah. play out many times
1: it was so easy of them but before we i have a question for you matt when you picked the grizzlies mm-hmm. how long did you take how long did it take for you to make that decision did you go back and forth or are you just like they're so bad was it a quick? i
0: mean um I thought about last night how I was going to bet tonight's mm-hmm. game and I was like okay bounce back win you you should have beaten that team you should be pissed off you lost to Minnesota so come out angry come out focused harness that energy and aggression from being mad about losing to that dog shit team and beat this team that's decent but certainly beatable love that and, okay I'm... and that so so that's that's what I thought last night after oh I was doing in the anger from that loss and then around four or five o'clock today, I was like, "All right, what are my bets for the night?" And I was like, "Bulls on the second night of back to back, tail end of a brutal road trip. This team has not shown smart. the fortitude." No, I'm taking I'm taking the Grizzlies. It's
1: because you're, you're smart. You're a smart man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that stuck out to pick. me is how Kobe and Lowry are just nothing to me, and we just need one of them to be kind of something between the two of them, and they've turned into nothing. Like. And I think that has been the hardest part for me recently. It's like maybe these guys are just like empty calories.
0: Combined no, no. two of eleven for six points. Oh my
2: god! Not even, not even three yeah, eleven. And, and no, and no. Yeah, and those two and six points came from one person.
1: So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> all from Kobe. That I mean, the, and that, which is not good. They're supposed to be. That's just not good. And they they play a lot of minutes. That's the thing. They play a lot. They take up a lot of real estate, especially Kobe. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's the thing that suck out. I mean, Tice seems nice. Uh, Vooch is fine. Zach is fine. But, like, until you get a point guard, until you have, like, more firepower, these and- mediocre teams can bully you.
0: Yeah. And-, and Vooch did have a tough night tonight, Dave. Only 7 of 19 from the field. He rebounded a little bit and was able to knock down some threes. But for whatever reason, the bunnies, the the interior presence of of Vooch's scoring and his offensive game, he was just missing a lot of stuff that usually we as Bulls fans have already come to expect to be automatic for Vooch. So, you know, maybe he just like laced up his shoes tonight wrong or something. But if Vooch isn't giving you his best, we are clearly the same team we were before he arrived, which was not very good. (laughs)
2: <laughs> no very true and i believe he was three or 12 going into halftime yeah and I, and i'm gonna attribute a lot of that to it being a back-to-back and the fact that he was going to his valentunas who was giving him the business early and often so that's going to change the game a little bit in the third quarter he had about 10 he scored like 10 points in the third quarter so he scored a lot of his points coming out of that second half you know finding out what works and what doesn't he said okay he's not going to come out and guard this three-point shot I'm going to shoot more threes. And that's how he got his buckets. And that's how I got his points. And I appreciate that. Like, he saw what didn't work, and he changed it. And he tried to help the team that way. So, yeah, that's good. That's what good players are supposed to do. But it was just an off night all around for him. Um, and I definitely, like I say, I'm attributing that to Balochunas, man. I don't want to take anything away from him because he was working everybody. Mm-hmm. Right? And he he was playing very well, man. And you saw what having a really excellent point guard can do. Uh for your team, not just the scoring, yeah, but just the vision, the the court vision that John Moran has, the passes that he makes, how he gets everybody set and everybody trusts him. Like he made it easy for guys out there because it's not like these are world beaters, they got they got Grayson Allen for God's sakes. And and, you know, Dylan Brooks is cool, you know, and (laughs) you know, they all right, you know what I mean? But you got it, you have an elite point guard who makes everything easier and better for you. The bulls, we ain't got that, it is, and it's gonna drive me crazy until we get one. And I'm looking at Sato and looking at Kobe. You know, if you could combine them, you would have a pretty good point card if you could put both yeah, of those right. skills
0: together. But at to that point, yet? Sato or
2: Sato's yeah. passing to Kobe's game, right? Correct, yeah. correct. And and that vision, yeah, it'd be great, but we haven't, you know, come that far in science yet, so we can't do that. We and we'll worry about that we next can't year, splice but splice people man. together. Unfortunately, man, um, it's, it's, it's unfortunate to watch. John, really
0: there's a great comment here from Captain Stuckey, going back to your point about Kobe and Lowry and the feeling like they're just giving you nothing and you feel nothing when you think of them and watch them. Captain Stuckey said, Kobe's trying too hard. Lowry not trying hard enough. <laughs> I, I think agree. That is mm-hmm. The best, simplest way that I've heard anybody put it when we're trying to break down what these young, these Bulls players are doing, because mm-hmm. Kobe... With with the over-dribbling and then, you know, the, the kick out in the corner tonight the where he got out. called for the offensive foul on a shot that he made. And he's like, dude, if you just oh. go up and make that yeah. shot, you're good. You're good. And she's like, he's, he's like, he's trying to do advanced calculus. And it's like, Kobe, just go ball, man. And yeah, then Lowry, he... it's like, hey, Lowry, uh, did you know that there was school today? Yes, <laughs> I like, Dude, yeah, I thought I'm... it was a three-day weekend. <laughs>
1: 100 percent they are both guys you don't want on a group project one guy doesn't right. show up and takes all the credit and one guy thinks he's the leader and he doesn't understand the assignment like, right. and yes. you're just like how do i get paired up with these guys like i'm <laughs> my, my grades connected to you and that's like, like it, it's just like if you if you ah, just do a little do less do more just a little bit that's it yeah and so that yeah. i love the way that, i love way to Captain that's a great way to, to describe them both Truly.
0: Um yeah. uh, Colin yeah, adding point. to that Kobe in the lane is like a child trying to walk across four lanes of traffic without a crosswalk. <laughs> I mean, I I did see some some Kobe moments tonight where the Bulls had opportunities to get out and transition and even on the fast break a little yeah. bit. And like there was one yeah. where he had Vooch wide open and he missed him. There was one where Troy Brown Jr. was sprinting way ahead of everybody else, wide open underneath the basket. Kobe like you know, passed it to Denzel in the corner instead. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, that's well, that's just about the silliest decision you could make. But, you know, it goes back to what you have been harping on tonight and all season long, Dave, the point guard thing, and Kobe and Sato and the fact that neither of them are good enough at this position. So, yeah. unfortunately, as Bulls fans, I think we just kind of have to patiently, as best we can play the waiting game a little bit more until we see how they address that position in the off season, because no, you, you know that they will, they didn't yeah. address it in the draft when we thought they might, whether it would have been Killian Hayes or Halliburton, or, you know, maybe trading up to get uh, you know Lamello didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And they didn't address it at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with like AK and Eversley, Everything that they have said to me mm-hmm. checks out. Logically, yep. what they've done yep. checks out. Yep. The fact that they have made it known that they need to address that position, I believe and trust in the fact that they will ad- address that position. And the fact that they haven't yet means it hasn't been what they've wanted yet. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that is not a position that you could
2: just settle with and settle right. for. Right. It's the quarterback position, right? Like, period. That's what it is. It's the quarterback position, and I understood why they didn't do it in the draft. They didn't know what Kobe White was yet. They were like, "Well, let's give him a shot and see what he can do," which I completely understand. It's his second year in the NBA, right. Yeah, Okay, I understand. Give him a shot. We'll see. And then they took Dotson, I think, in the uh, second round, right. you know, and stuff like that. But at at the trade deadline, you know, they tried to get it, and all the reports, at least that I read, I'm sure you read some too, that said uh, Griffin just wanted way too much. Uh, for what he wanted for Lonzo Ball, so that's why that trade didn't happen like that. So I know that it was tried, it was aka and everything tried to address it and they tried to get that point guard in here because they understand it's what's needed, but it's just extra glaring, you know, when you're watching it these past 10 games. Because after teams get acclimated to what Vooch can do and what Zach does, then who's the third person? And for a second, it was sataransky for a second because remember, he was going, he was averaging what like 14, 13, and seven. And we were like, OK, all right, you know, you, you give me that every night or something close to that. We're going to be fine. And then teams like, oh, yeah, you're talking about yeah, okay, I got you. All right, cool. so. And then Kobe White, they were like, oh, yeah, we know what you do best. You know, we you like to score so we can take that away because you're not a great dribble and you don't have great vision. So we can take that away, too. So they just took away the things that they like to do. And this is the result that you're getting. You're getting Kobe with six, two, and two. And you're getting Sato with two, one, and two. God. And binary. Is His line
1: is, is binary code. <laughs> when your line right, is yes, binary, right, right, right. it's bad. Right. What a the computer, computer can understand it. Myself into. It's like, if you're yes, like, oh, computer's yes. like, no, nah, no, nah, I got it. <laughs> no caption needed. Be, no caption needed. I I'm staying, man.
2: Dude, two points. In, man, that's. That's frustrating. Honestly, yeah. one of five. That's terrible. Yeah, that's frustrating, bro. Yeah. Because if you know that Kobe's strong, I need you. Like, I really do need you. And, and I need you to play. And I need you to play. Be better. So even if you don't score, uh, like Matt lo- loves him for the facilitating. So even if you don't score bet, let's do what you do best. <clears throat> and that's where the struggle and the hurt comes in. Because Kobe's not excelling at what he's supposed to do best. And Sato's not excelling at what he's supposed to do best. I,
1: I, I, ju- I don't understand how you have Vooch and Zach on this team. On, and you're starting with them, and you get two assists.
2: Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. Great point.
0: Pretty uh. Pretty Effort. remarkable. Yeah. Um. That's an excellent point. Speaking of starting with those guys, gentlemen, wanted to shift to Pete up. I know we talked about him a bit last night. The fact that he appears to be uh slumping recently. Maybe it's a, you know a, a second phase of a rookie wall. Um. Once again tonight, not aggressive. One of three from the floor. Uh, and that one bucket that came in the second half was just on a backdoor baseline cut. Um, and it was his first points in, I think, seven quarters of basketball. And I saw some people talking about, hey, if and when Garrett Temple is actually ready to go after this long absence from his hamstring, do you consider starting him and rolling with the lineup of maybe like three guards with Levine, Sato, Temple? Thad and Vooch and maybe try to gain Pete up some confidence coming off the bench. Um, But then that also, you know, the the follow-up question to that is, well, how many minutes are you going to go back to play in temple and how many Mm -hmm. minutes of Pete ups are you going to cut? Because if you're now sending Pete up to the bench and you got Kobe on the bench and Lowry on the bench, and Tice on the bench, and Troy Brown on the bench, you know, Minutes to go around. How does Donovan handle that? What would you do, John?
1: I think I, I'm. I, I nothing's nothing's too sacred to try. And if he's a big dude, if he starts bullying up against second units, and then he, that helps him get more aggressive, he's not going against the Kawhi Leonard. He's not guarding the best player in the planet every game. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm all for that. Not that Garrett Temple. The thing is, what I don't my the argument against it is if you're ever making a starting lineup move to benefit the more talented player. Like, we're not doing it because Garrett Temple's earned it. Like, right. And, and I don't, we're just like, well, he's around. And then if that's, to me, that's not a good enough reason. Like, if someone earns it, I'm all for it. But like, it's not like Garrett Temple is showing us that he needs to start, like Thad was, you know, for right. a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, But you're so saying the,
0: if the most important player, it benefits them. I assume you're talking about, as far as the Bulls and their future, in this conversation, Pete dub is a more important player than Garrett temple is
1: yes, but I'm also saying if then if the other guy is like if it's not to even because like I want my best player starting that's I guess what I'm saying right. like and okay. Uh, okay. so I understand the argument against it but I'm also like try anything he's in a funk mm-hmm. switch it up mm-hmm.
2: like mm-hmm. Yeah. let
1: him gain. like so I'm for it generally, but I'm also like not dying on the hill because it's like Garrett temple.
2: Yeah, what do you yeah, think yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean. I've said it at the start of the season, y'all heard me, like the only person who needs to start with Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. Well, now the only person who needs to start is Zach Levine and Vooch. That's it. Everybody else is, you can, yeah, fine. Switch them out. Let's see it. Play around. Do that thing. And see Colin uh, saying, let Billy cook, right, Dave? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let him cook. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That didn't change. Let that man cook. You know what I'm saying? And You know, how about some better ingredients too? Maybe your meal tastes taste better. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that, that would help also, but yeah, let them cook. Let, let them figure it out. Let's see, you know, try, try it out, throw these things out there. Nothing should be fluid. It, it should just really be fluid. Only two people have to start. And that's Zach and that's Vooch. Everybody else can be replaced. Remember we thought Larry had to start. We mm-hmm. thought Wendell had to start. We thought Kobe had to start, you know, like it's, Everybody can get a shot at this. I never thought, it doesn't matter. I never thought that. Uh, <laughs> about, we understand about, that. Yes. Uh, yes. The cowardly Lowry That's true. says,
0: what about Young to the bench, P. Will to the four, and then either Temple or Brown to the three? Then dot, 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 Larry takes Felicia's spot on the bench. Um, okay, so this is interesting, and I've seen some people propose this idea. Um, I don't love that. Because I really do love Thad and Vooch in the front court together to start these games. I think it's yeah. the best option that Billy has. However, mm-hmm. what we saw for a good near six minutes to start the second half after Sato picked up his quick fourth foul is something that I would like to Billy to explore further, which was Zach basically running the point, Troy Brown Jr. peed up Thad and Vooch. I actually really like that five-man lineup. I feel like we hadn't seen it for any extended portion uh, since mm-hmm. these trades. And, yes, we know that Zach is not a true point guard, whatever, whatever. But I thought yeah. that that group played some pretty, pretty good minutes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they did. They, they looked good out there. Um, I thought they were solid defensively also. I, I thought the Bulls were – okay defensively tonight like they didn't make me go crazy but, right you know Valentinus was just Valentinus you know what i mean and john ja moran is just john ja moran yeah. like that's fine that you know i can li- i can live with stars being stars and good players being good players but it's the guy you know when ricky rubio kills you that's when you get angry you know what i mean that's mm. when you get upset, stuff like that but you know just stars being stars it happens like that i mean they gave up 101 points you know tonight and you know that was off a of flurry towards the end so But yeah, man, what you said, yes, that lineup, fine. Try it, work it, let's see, and it looks comfortable and it feels good. Yeah. Great.
1: Captain Stucky has a great point. I'm at the point where I'm good with rock, paper, scissors, determines the starters one, three, and four.
2: (laughs) Yeah, draw
1: straws. (laughs) Do a chore wheel.
2: Straight up. Uh, (laughs) The first one to practice. The first five to practice. That's what we're going to start
0: tonight. Here's a fun question to wrap up, gents. Ryan says, how many of our 21-22 season starters are on this roster right now? Three? Four? Two. So I would say (laughs) minimum minimum two, Zach and Vooch. Mm -hmm. Maximum four if you add Thad and Pete up.
2: Three. Yeah, P Dub for sure will be here, The he'll, only he'll be position here
0: sure. we know will be different starting than what it is now is our starting point guard next season. Better
2: fucking not be Sato or Kobe White.
0: You have to
2: see it. You have to. You have to. It it's it got to be the change. And I'm excited to see it happen. And you can
1: get it's point guards out there. There are point guards out there. Like,
2: yeah, that's there's are solid point guards out there. Isaiah Thomas was just chilling. <laughs> Okay. He'd start. He'd he start. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'd start for it.
0: Uh, you're
2: right. He would. Oh my god, he would. <laughs> yes, yeah, you're absolutely right, John. Yes, he sure would. Not? I would start right now for us. Yes, he would. Absolutely Chris, right.
0: Chris said, "When does some of the blame go on Billy?" We've already talked about Billy's rotations. We're already putting some of, you know, maybe not the the, the word blame, but some of the questions on yeah. Billy. We've talked yeah. about his rotation, especially a lot after the Atlanta loss. When we didn't like mm-hmm. what we saw on the floor to end that game. Yeah. Um, look, when you, when your team's twenty two and thirty one, there's lots of blame to go around. But mm-hmm. most of my focus, as it was at the beginning of this season, mm-hmm. is on next season. Yeah. So y'all just need to chill out a little bit, okay? And, and it's a I weird can't believe We're not the fourth seed already. What did we do these trades <laughs> for? We have God, we have we'll we, we some <laughs> of the most fucking patient people on the planet. I could, have, I, I could have sworn we'd be ahead of Philly by now.
2: We've played 10 games with the new roster. Right. How come they haven't figured it out? Of course they haven't had Philly's a out of bitch sucks. We've had what did we do? 20 years of Gar Packs. How is it not fixed in four months? <laughs> I saw somebody tweet that today. Like, I don't know, man. I think about on 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 Carter Shovis and everything. guys. I think about them. Season isn't even over. Like, guys, you know what I saying? Like you're in the middle of the season, yo. Like, dude, guys, wow. we have been
1: eating garbage our entire life. We've had like two weeks of celery, and we're like, nah, no, I see no changes. <laughs>
0: like, I, like, you gotta. I'm, you really, I'm gonna go back to the dumpster. Yeah. And see what I find it's the celery fault, <laughs> man.
2: Like you just started. <laughs> I should have a six pack. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. Two straight weeks. I should have it. Boom, boom, boom.
1: Yeah, he's y'all, y'all getting it. some blame. You, you don't think he's getting some blame? Right. We the same amount of wins as last year. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course he is. Yeah, he gets some blame. yes, but dude, but relax. <laughs> like just chill. You see, you see the deficiencies. You see it, and they're not deficiencies. And that's the difference between this and last year. It's not deficiencies. Just on the court, or off the court. You know what I mean? It was combined these last few years. Now we're just like, no, the only deficiencies we got to worry about is what's on the court. So let's change those, and then we'll be all right and move forward. That's the big difference, guys. So just just relax. Just relax. Just
0: relax. Take the night. Sleep on it. Enjoy yeah. a night with no Bulls tomorrow. And then, hey, good news. We get to play Wendell in Orlando on Wednesday. Oh, so we're going to be on fire. There's, there's going to be a nostalgic reunion involved. You see? We're, we're gonna, the gonna watch our, going to the first quarter, you see? We're gonna watch our former <laughs> starting center maybe get a double-double. Maybe not. We'll see. He will have 11 and
2: eight,
1: and it will be treated as if <laughs> <laughs> he is a key. He will get 11 and eight, and like people will sincerely be like, oh, huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> like, I swear it's going to happen. He will not uh, even get, yeah. get close yeah. to a double-double. Uh, and it will be treated right. as if he had a 2020 game.
0: Revenge game. See? It's coming. The Wendell revenge game. Uh, whatever. I, I, I look forward to Boots dropping 35 and 15. <laughs> uh, yeah let's watch that instead all right y'all enjoy the rest of your monday night have a great tuesday and a great wednesday we will see you back here on hot Mike wednesday night for bulls and orlando just a reminder as always if you miss these episodes live find the bowels podcast, podcast find the bowels youtube channel for these archived video episodes for big dave and john i'm matt